The opening verse of our gospel text seems, well, pretty straightforward. It reads, a man named John was sent from God. It is anything but straightforward. It is packed with meaning. The opening verse makes it explicitly clear. John the Baptist is only a man, nothing more. The gospel shows he denied being anything more than that, which is the opposite of what the gospel says of Jesus in chapter 1, verse 14. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth, insisting that the Son shares fully in the divine nature of the Father. As a man, John the Baptist insisted he was not the prophet, a Messiah-like figure that many Jews expected, that he was not the Christ or the Messiah itself. Nor was he the prophet Elijah, who according to Jewish tradition is to return and proclaim the imminent coming of Messiah. All John said of himself was that he was the voice of one crying in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord, quoting from the prophet Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3. But what did John mean by that? His task. His mission, his reason for being, was to point the people of Israel to hope. To hope at a time when they were occupied by the Roman Empire. To hope at a time when their own religious authorities were bogged down in internal dissensions, leaving the people helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And that hope, was in their midst. That opening verse also says that John was sent by God. Now why is that important? John the Baptist was a priest, a status that he inherited from his father Zechariah. There is never any mention that John ever exercised his priestly duties in the temple. The gospel gives the impression he did the very opposite. It seems as if he kept himself off in the shadows until a precise moment of time and history when God sent him to begin his critical twofold ministry of preaching and baptizing for repentance. It is very interesting that the word used to describe John being sent is the very word used to describe Jesus being sent by his father. It is also the same word that Jesus used to describe his disciples as apostles, which literally means those sent. And after fulfilling what John the Baptist was sent to do in his moment of time, in his moment of history, his ministry began to rapidly decline. Now why this emphasis on being sent by our immersion in Christ in baptism. We too are sent into this world in our moment of time, in our moment of history. Now we may not think we have as important a role as John the Baptist, but we do. 
Recall what Jesus said as recorded in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, verse 11. Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has risen no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. John was the last and the greatest of the Old Testament prophets. But the one who has put on Christ in his or her baptism is greater than John and has a task just as, if not more important, than John's. And what task is that? Our baptism in Christ sends us to offer hope in the world in this moment of time, our time, in this moment of history, our history. Right now, our nation is experiencing levels of division, rancor, civil unrest, and polarization not seen since the Civil War. And depending on how the new government functions, another civil war is not beyond the realm of possibility. What would happen, though, if Christians, whatever their church, allowed the grace of their baptism to place Christ first and foremost in their lives, and through that relationship with Christ, see others, even those we vehemently disagree with on so many issues as Christ does, and treat them accordingly. This doesn't mean we are silent in the face of evil. It doesn't mean we water down the truth. But it does mean we tried through our baptism to see others as Christ does. Let me give you a simple example. Quite some time ago, I was trying to help a woman who was, well, quite frankly, overwhelmed with life and had so many, many demands. And as I'm trying to help her out, she said, you know, I, I've always hated the Catholic Church. And she listed all the reasons why she hated the Catholic Church. And I'm thinking, and you're talking to a Catholic priest because? Now, the easiest thing for me to do would have been to say, hey, sayonara, kiddo, good luck. Try the Summit Church. Go to the Episcopal Church. Try the Baptist Church. But how would that have given her hope? Instead, the parish addressed her needs, helping her to keep the wolves at bay and by giving her some desperately needed breathing space. And a few weeks later, she approached me and she apologized, at perhaps the beginning of a conversion of heart. But for a moment, she experienced a reason to have hope. Every baptized person is sent in his or her moment of time and history to be an agent of hope. During this pandemic, there are so many that are frightened, confused, downright angry, resentful of all the restrictions we have to follow to do what we can to reduce the spread of this virus. Conspiracy theorists are having a field day. And in all their fear-mongering, they're getting a wide audience and many are believing the nonsense. What if Christians, 
whatever their church, allowed the grace of their baptism to reorient them to what really matters, the truth that God alone is in charge of human history, that he alone can and will bring history to its proper completion, that because our security is ultimately in him and in him alone, we can and we will, in the communities of our churches, help each other to endure whatever challenges the world hurls at us. Faith does not mean the abandonment of reason, common sense, or science. But those things, like all others, are to be put to the service of Christ and his people. That would be a powerful sign of hope to those who allowed the chaos of our times to overwhelm them. John the Baptist was sent by God at a particular moment of his people's history and time to offer hope. God sent his only begotten son in a particular moment of time and history of his chosen people to offer them and all who believe in him hope. And those of us who have been baptized in Christ are also sent in our moment of time and history to offer hope. Hope in Christ who is always in our midst that is our purpose. That is our mission. That is our reason for being. <laughs>